What's going on, everybody? This is Brian Matthews, your host, and this is Unfiltered and Unapologetic. Now, this is number two. If you haven't heard number one, you need to go ahead and listen to number one. They really don't have anything to do with each other except the fact that they're both DC Comics and they kind of run along the same series. But this one is called The Batman, A Debate Unmasked. Since his debut in Detective Comics number 27 in 1939, Batman has remained one of the most iconic and enduring superheroes. Over the years, various actors have donned the cape and cowl, bringing their own unique interpretation to the character. The question of who is the best Batman has sparked a passionate debate amongst fans and critics alike. This essay seeks to explore the merits of different actors who have portrayed the Dark Knight and presented a nuanced perspective of that particular Batman. So, we're going to break it down. We have pretty much all of the uh, Batman characters named, per se, that did the movies and not the cartoons. And we're going to go ahead and talk about that in a brief summation. Number one, Adam West, the classic crusader. Adam West, known for his portrayal of Batman in 1960 television series, he often is held as the classic crusader. His campy and lighthearted approach to the character resonated within the era's sensibilities. West Batman was known for his colorful villains, comic book style action, and catchy catchphrases. While some critics argue that West's portrayal lacked the depth and complexity of later iterations, it is essential to understand and recognize the historical significance of his Batman. The series brought the character to a broader audience and contributed to Batman's enduring popularity. Mind you, this is before Generation Y and Z, so many of you wouldn't understand, so I don't expect you to say, why is he one of the best Batman? Simply because he is. Michael Keaton. Now, Michael Keaton, a lot of people lean to him being the blueprint outside of the classic Adam West, but the blueprint of the modern day Batman. Now, Michael Keaton, the brooding vigilante, his portrayal of Batman in Tim Burton's 1989 film brought a new level of brooding intensity to the character. Keaton's Batman was characterized by a sense of psychological darkness that haunted him in his past. He successfully balanced the dual roles of billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne and the Cape Crusader in a preppy kind of way, so to speak. Keaton's portrayal is often praised for his iconic Batman costume and the atmospheric Gotham City created by Tim Burton. His performance set the tone for the more serious and mature interpretations of Batman in later films. Now, I would say if there was a place that he did fall short and where the others excelled was probably when he would just play the role of Bruce Wayne. Because truthfully, all I can hear when I see him playing that part is a song, Uptown Girl, which is sang by Billy Joel. I'm sorry, to me, this particular Batman is a blue-collar Batman, and it's hard for me to see Michael Keaton in any other kind of way. Christian Bell, The Dark Knight. After seeing Christian Bell in Shaft, whew, man, if I ever saw him on the streets, I was going to bust that cat to the white meat. He played that part just a little too close. However, Christian Bell's portrayal of Batman in the Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, eh, it's something different. Now, this trilogy is frequently cited as one of the best. And you know what? I concur, my G, for real. This movie series, well, I won't say the movie series, but definitely the Dark Knight was good. The other ones, hmm. I can go either way, but this one with the Joker, five stars, bro. Five stars. Bell's Batman, he's characterized as like the dedication to the role, the physical transformation, and the nuanced portrayal of the internal struggles of being Batman and Bruce Wayne. 
Bell's performance in The Dark Knight is particularly celebrated for his portrayal of the Joker's charge nemesis. His gravelly voice and intense presence made him a fan favorite. Nolan's trilogy is often regarded as a cinematic masterpiece, and Bell's Batman is pivotal elements of his success. The weakest part of that Batman would be the voice. They clown that voice relentlessly. So, uh, other than that, man, I'm still giving that Joker five stars. Ha! <laughs> And next on the list is Ben Affleck, the grizzled veteran. Ben Affleck's portrayal of Batman in the DC Extended Universe, DCEU, offered a different take on the character. His Batman was portrayed as a grizzled and battle-hardened veteran who had been operating in Gotham for decades. Affleck's performance in Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and the Justice League brought a sense of world weariness and cynicism to this particular character. While the DCEU has faced its share of criticism, many fans appreciate Affleck's portrayal of the Batman, particularly in his older and more experienced iteration. In other words, he was just good enough to be better than the three we haven't even talked about yet. Affleck's version of Batman just wasn't able to hold either movie on its own merit. He needed a supporting cast of Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot and Superman who was played by Henry Cavill who in my opinion is the best version of Superman. Sorry Chris Freed fans, my bad. Now what I'm going to go ahead and toss in here is what I call dishonorable mention. George Clooney, Val Kilmer, and Robert Pattinson. They just didn't make the mantle man, they, they didn't make the cut. Don't get me wrong, I love George Clooney in Dust for Dawn. It was a stretch from his usual arrogant roles, but I liked it. Not so much for the Batman role. He did kill the Bruce Wayne part to a degree because it kind of fit who he is. But as my man Randy Jackson would say, he would say this so eloquently. Mm, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Falk Gilmer, damn it, Ice, you can be my wee man. But his performance as the Cape Crusader just fell short of the runway. And well, bye. Lastly, Robert Pattinson. Eh, I didn't feel him in this role, first of all. Batman should be like a big dude, you know, muscular, built or whatever. My dude, he's kind of built like Catwoman. I mean, lo siento, senor. No disrespect. Please don't bite me. I don't want to be a vampire. <laughs> I'm killing myself here. In conclusion... The question of who's the best Batman is a matter of personal preference, and each actor brought something unique to the role. Adam West's Cammy Charm, Michael Keaton's brooding intensity, Christian Bell's dedication, and Ben Affleck's grizzly veteran. Grizzly veteran isn't really something you bring to the role, that's just who you are. That's why he's kind of last. <laughs> they all contributed to the legacy of Batman regardless, and you know, they have their own ways and they have their own fans. The best Batman ultimately depends on the qualities and the aspects of the character that resonates in most of us, the fans. Rather than seeking a definite answer, it's more appropriate to celebrate the diverse interpretations of Batman and acknowledge the character's enduring appeal across generations in media. Batman's ability to adapt to different contexts and storytelling styles is a testament to his status as one of the greatest superheroes of all 